And now, this week's edition of Big Face with your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. Welcome to Big Face. We are here today with an old friend of mine that I have not connected with in so long. He is an actor, a wrestling personality. His name is Mark Schwann. Welcome to Big Face. Welcome. Welcome indeed. I am so pumped to be here. Pumped to see you. It's been a long time. It's been a really long time. (laughs) Like (laughs) years. Right? Has has it been years? It has been, right? When's the last time? I mean, was it? I mean, this whole year does feel like 10 years in itself. I know. So, I mean, if we're going based off that, yeah, it's been years. Based off that, it's been years. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mark, I got to say, so Mark is one of those people that is so good at, like, staying in touch, touching base every so often, and I'm the worst. Like, I'll have texts that, like, if I open them, there's like no chance I'm gonna, so I like keep them saved. Like I don't read them. So I'm like, I really want to get back to this person. And like, you're one person I always want to connect with. And I always like shit the bed on that front. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no worries. Listen, hell, you're not the only one. It happens to me too. I mean, I, I'm one of those people, like when I get a text, I, I have to immediately respond. See, Otherwise funny. I'm going to forget. And then also it drives me crazy, like seeing this, like the one and the two, like the, and the notifications on my phone, a little anal retentive like that. So that, that serves you that right. I'm sure that I'm sure that serves you in your acting. Actually, this is funny. So we're going to talk to Mark because about so many things, because I have so many questions because we haven't talked in so long, but I have one question I was thinking about earlier. Okay. I have an, I have a self tape due tomorrow. Um, I've had this one, particularly it's for like representation. I've had like at least three weeks to do it it's due tomorrow and like i'm still like it's going to be in today but i wait to the last second to do everything and so now i ask when you have an audition due or something to rehearse are you like so on top of it i'm on top of it usually (laughs) if my schedule allows me to which lately thankfully it has yeah but you know, I mean, it happens to a lot of us. Sometimes you get really busy doing different things yeah. or you're working on different projects. And, you know, if you thank God that you have that leeway, especially if it's like a bigger part right. and you really have to like, you know, get to coaching done with it, delve into the character, mm-hmm. learn it. Um, you know, you want to take your time with it. Is it, is it a good balance with it? You know, I mean, if it's an under five, right? then, then you know, if you have the time, just jump right into it. Yeah. You know, play around with it, have fun. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's normally how I would roll. But you prepare, like, it's funny because I've always been like this my whole life. I think certain patterns either stay with you for life or like they really mess your life up and you have to really make some big changes. <laughs> like I remember my dad telling me like he used to always be late his whole entire life. And then he like almost lost my mom over it. Cause she was wow, like, really? yeah, because he'd be like hours late and he'd leave her hanging. And she was like, nah. <laughs> so <laughs> she you know, set him straight. She, she, she did. And he like stopped being late. And now, and then he's like psychotically early, but this is one thing that's been in my life forever. I was always the let wait to the last minute to study for a test to, to, you know, to write a report, everything. You know, I was just, uh, I was the same way growing up. You know, I mean, you talk about schoolwork and yes. I was an okay student. I'll, I'll admit, I wasn't, mm-hmm. I probably could have been better, but you know, I mean, when it came down to like, you know, learning my lines or learning the character, learning, I was always on top of it. 
I guess it just comes down to like, you know, what do I care about the most, you know? Right. Um, or just, again, also how busy are you? Yeah. I mean, it's also, there's something about pressure that works really well for certain people. For me, it does. And that was another thing I was going to get into. Like some people thrive underneath that pressure. Yeah. Not like when I'm bartending and like there's 9,000 people waiting for a drink. That pressure, I'm like, everyone's drink is going to be wrong. But like a, a due date for something, bar I'm like- Bar rescue, they'd freak out under that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is she um, doing? What is she, I, oh my God, I used to get it. Like what, thank God I had a good personality back then because otherwise I would just, that would have sucked. Exactly, you still have a good personality. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I make, I make it work. Eh, you guys, you see a little. <laughs> Sorry, my cat just pulled my pen off the table. So- um. Tell me, how the hell are you? Oh, man. I feel like that's a loaded question this year. Yeah. It, <laughs> I think it is. And a lot of people are, I think, worried to be honest about it because they don't want to seem negative. Right. No, of course. And I, I'm always a type of person to stay positive. But, you know, yes, you are. I'm not going to lie. It, it's, it's been an up and down year. It's been a roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, you know, some great days, some good, uh, some bad days, some good moments and some bad moments in between all that. You know, it's just... um it's been crazy but you know yeah. it's, i've you know the um, silver lining for it is i feel like i've learned a lot about yeah. myself about my wife i feel like we've learned a lot about each other just the most time we've ever spent together yeah uh and sure. you know just I, I learned a lot just about i guess life in general you know i, I feel like i opened my eyes been open to a lot of different things so yeah. Uh, in, in a way, it's it's been good. Yep. I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are asking, like, oh, especially in the beginning of this, you know, TikTok was at, it's, it's hype. You know, why do you do more TikTok videos? You know, I still don't you, even what, understand what? it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But like, I'm not like you know, trying to be TikTok famous or anything. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, like, oh, why do you write a script or you know, make a movie, make, make, a, make a pandemic script? Do you know how many people are doing that right now? I know. Uh, so my, my whole thing was, all right, you know, so many people are just throwing themselves out there making content. Mm -hmm. and, I, and luckily, I still have my podcast to keep me sane. Which we'll but, get to, guys. Don't you worry. Don't <laughs> you worry. <laughs> but, you know, for me, I was like, all right, I, I'm just going to take two steps back. So when I get out of this, I'm going to be golden. So, like, you know, I've been learning a lot of different things. I've been practicing my craft, taking, uh, taking workshops, uh, just continuously learning different things and trying to evolve yeah. as a person. And, you know, I, I like making low key moves. I know I share a lot on social media, but there are a lot of things I haven't shared on social media yet that I'm making all these low key moves that I like come out of this. Hmm. I'm going to be better than I ever have been. Play it smart. Try, Play it smart. That's, you know what? It's, it's, it's a really strange time because it's kind of like, in, there's been moments where I'm kind of like, this time is pointless. It's pointless to do anything. It's pointless to... And then it also feels like then when you see other people making moves, it's like, I'm pissing my life away. And, and there's also the emotional component to like how we're feeling throughout all this to be able to, for me, totally. that, that affects the, the productivity that I, that I have, you know? Totally. And I, and I get the whole point of like, you know, trying to stay positive for yourself and for other people, but yeah. at the same time, that could be detrimental because then you're not owning your true feelings. There's a way to be, like own your feelings and how, and how you're dealing with it at all is still be positive because by doing that, you know, everyone's going through the same thing that you're going through right yep. now, uh, unless you're an ultra billionaire. But exactly. 
you know, like in a way you're coping, you're helping everyone else cope. So, and I think that's 100%. the way to look at it. You know, I've had people that have thought twice about coming on the show. Um, and, and, and still some of them have not uh, come on the show and it's due to most people feel like right now they have nothing worth sharing mm. because um, they might be having a hard time during certain times. Their life looks different than it did when they were super productive. Of course. Or they're not as physically fit, which is, I think most people like- That was me in the beginning, I'll tell you that. <laughs> dude, it's it's like a, it's a process. Like, dude, so we just, we just got on and we both looked at each other. We're like, you look good, you look good. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, you know, it's, it's a nice thing because it's not easy to like, for me, it hasn't been easy to take super good care of myself throughout all of this. It's been like, let's order in just, you know, who cares? Yeah, I, I have to tell you, in the very beginning of this, it, it hit me hard because, you know, I felt like, because, you know, in the industry, you read all the trades, you read all the bad news, and it seems like, are we going to come back, like, ever? I know. And I, I felt like almost like an athlete that just found out you have a career-ending injury. And, like, I'm not ready to give this up. Like, I, I'm just hitting my stride here. And it, it was very hard for me, like, emotionally, mentally. So, you know, I just let things go. I, I went back to like my old days of drinking, like when I was like in my early 20s. Yeah. I had a full stack bar because people like knew, like, hey, you like alcohol? But, you know, I didn't drink that much anymore because I'm trying to watch, you know, how I, my body is. Yeah. And also my mental state. Yeah. So that full bar dwindled mm -hmm. down pretty fast. <laughs> uh, I know. And, uh, you know, again, like you mentioned before, ordering out, eating whatever. And, you know, I let myself go a little bit and it yeah. felt bad. I was just kept on feeling bad for myself. Sam, it got so bad. I cried in the shower. Like that. I hear I've, you. I've never hit a point where you could cry in a shower. And let me tell you, it's a weird feeling. It's a really weird feeling to get out. Like, Am I wet? Or is this tears? Like, what's going on here? This is salty. It's so, I don't know. Yeah. No, like, I... Never have I ever cried in a shower. I could drink to that mm. now. But it got to a point, like yeah. after a bit, I was just like, I said it out loud too. I said to my wife, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I, yeah. I, I've had enough. I'm done feeling sorry for myself. And from that day forward, I put out a plan for myself and I was right back into it. Mentally, I just never looked back. I'm the best shape I've ever been in my life. It's amazing, man. It's really amazing. But And, and there's something to be said about feeling the feelings mm -hmm. and being honest about them and allowing for me, allowing myself to feel them and hitting a bottom with them. Because the more I try and I'm okay, I'm okay. Or I try and not feel them. It's like, I'm stuck in this, you know, in this circular thing. And, and until I go like, it's not okay. And like, I feel it hard. This happened to me the other day, actually. I like felt it really hard. I was crying. I don't know the last time I cried that much. And I've been you. better since. I've been better since. You, sometimes you just have to let it out. You know, you let your body go through whatever it has to go through. Yeah. You know, it's going to manifest itself one way or another. Like, the more you try to fight it, the worse it's going to be. Yep. I know. I'm speaking from experience, man. So. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. I, you know, like I, I fight myself until the point where I'm like, I'm not going to win. Like I, right. there's, I, I can't control all this. I got to let go. I got to, you know. 
what have you, so you said, if it's okay to ask, you said that you've been doing more low key things that uh, for yourself to take care of yourself, to put yourself in a better position. What are some of those low key things? If you're okay well, sharing it. No, yeah, it's fine. I'm actually in the beginning stages of starting a new business. Uh, very beginning stages. Thank you. Thank you. With an old friend of mine, uh, focused on social media uh, mm. and small businesses. I've come from, before I became an, uh, an actor and entertainer, I worked uh, in a managerial position uh, at a credit union. And I've always been a big, a big believer in small businesses. I think they're the backbone of our country. Yeah. And they've been hurting the most right now. And, you know, I, I hate to admit it, I'm pretty decent at social media. <laughs> <laughs> you're, this guy's, you're just, you're damn good at doing what you do. He's just, I got to just say this Thank about you. you. Like when I first met Mark, which I'll, I'll explain when I met you. Do you remember when we met? Yes, I do. It was we'll at an audition. Yes, it was at an audition. Um, but he's just always so on top of it. Like you're smooth and like uh, savvy, but not phony. You're like, you're all these things you follow through and you, you keep it like top shelf action, but with integrity and honesty, which is like- You make me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really true. Cause a lot of people, there's a lot of social media. There's a lot of what we put out there. It's not necessarily genuine. You do what you do and you do it professionally, but you are very authentic as a human being. You've always Thank been. you. Thank you, Sammy. I, I'm truly touched by that because like, you know, you you can, everyone can smell bullshit. Am I, am I allowed to curse on this? Sorry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to be comfortable and be themselves. So, yes. Fair enough. So, yeah, people can smell bullshit a mile away. You know, we're mm -hmm. like sharks in the water when it comes to that wind and they smell blood, you get on top of it. We smell bullshit through social media even. You know, so oh, yeah. it's just like, I, I, I've, I've battled like, you know, I was very anti-social media in the, the beginning stages yeah. of all of it. And, you know, I was just like, oh, man, this feels so not me. I was such, oh, it felt fake. Yep. And, you know, I think people were able to sense that. So I was like, no, man, all right, let me, let me just be me and be more real. And again, yeah. you, you, I see the difference too with it. I'm enjoying it more. I'm enjoying the process more. And so that, that's mm -hmm. what I see with social media, with, with the small businesses. I see a lot of times it's like the business owner who have no idea what they're doing or, or they have like a, a, an employee doing it and yeah. no one's managing these pages full time. And, and it's a shame really. So like me and my, uh, my business partner were looking into this uh, we're looking actually in business models and how to just, we actually have investors interested in going along with us. Wonderful. I have freelancers interested. So I've been making like some low key moves about this and help local brands as well. So our goal is to help manage their pages full time and actually help produce content for them. That's wonderful. Thank you. That's what, <laughs> how did you, sorry, there was such a blanket. Like I just felt that. Um, how did you stumble upon taking those actions? So it's funny, actually. So I have to say with this, I have never been like a Zoom person, Skype yeah. or FaceTime. So in the beginning of this, all like, you know, it allowed me to reconnect with a lot of people. And as you mentioned, like, you know, I actually have a follow up schedule. I do follow up with a lot of people, but yeah. this time allowed me to do so more so right and get do like yeah. more video interaction talking with people. So I reconnected with an old college friend of mine, uh, mm -hmm. my friend Stoney. And, you know, and it's not like we lost touch. We, you know, we texted loosely along the yeah. way. We used to work together all the time. He's a director, I'm an actor, producer. So we did a lot of projects yeah. together uh, growing up in college. He had a family. I, I wound up doing it full time. He got into business, uh, do finance stuff. So, you know, the pandemic hit, you know, I'm out of work. He got laid off. He's out of work. 
So we started connecting. We started talking about all the stuff that's going on. Uh, we started doing video conferences. We started like reminiscing about old projects. And, and lo and behold, actually, we're doing a web series together. We're in a pre-production for that. That's another right little key move we're doing. Yeah, we're uh, we're figuring it out. We have the scripts. Just, you know, just this little, just a, a web series. You know, <laughs> nothing really worth mentioning. Hello. <laughs> well, we're we're like early stages of pre-production with that too. We have like yeah. the first season written out. Uh, we have to wow. iron it out still. But yeah, we're looking to shoot hopefully. Uh, Hopefully by like first quarter, I would say of 2021, hopefully, hopefully we'll shoot. Uh, but awesome. yeah, so like we were going along with that. So we started talking and then he's like, dude, you know, this feels like old times, so, you know, we should, with your adventures and my adventures and like, you know, all that we know, like, we got to do something together. You know, we, we got to do like some sort of work together for good. Because, yeah. you know, if you want to think of stuff, because my, I go saw my old partners, they're looking to invest possibly or help us out raise capital. Yeah. Like awesome. Cool. So I was really thinking about his strengths and my strengths and, you know, what, what the world needs right now. And so I pitched this to him. I said, Hey man, like, you know, uh, this is what we're good at. These are the connections that we have. Uh, and this is what the world needs and small businesses hurting. They need social media help. That's not going away. And he's like, dude, I love it. Let's, let's rock out. So we've, been making a lot of moves again low-key like i haven't been really advertised this is my first time really talking about it in um in like the podcast world or the world like yeah yeah <laughs> so it's it's really it's really exciting we're both pumped for it. it it's actually it feels like it has life this project and there's mm, there's beautiful intention behind it like i i love the purpose of it and small business it's it's really it's funny because my boyfriend john the other night he went to go get some drinks and he came back with not what what we necessarily wanted and i'm like oh what they didn't have it and uh he's like no and i'm like why didn't you go to 7-eleven and he's like because it's the corner store that he went to mm -hmm. and we go there and he's like because they're a corner store and like it's a lot harder for them right now than it is for 7-eleven and it's like totally and and so he got not what we wanted, but like something else because he's, you know, and I think that's, it's, it's important. It's important. I've always been like, if you, I don't know if you want to call it like an underdog type of guy. I mean, hell, I'm a New York Jets fan. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am Mr. Underdog here, but I've always been a big <laughs> fan too. of small businesses. Like hell, even like my, my bank accounts. Yeah. I don't have in the big banks. I have in credit unions. So. So good. It's so good. I, I think it's, um, it's worth, there's certain things that are not common knowledge, although you would think they would be this day and age. Um, like I think about different things that uh, students have to learn in school. And I'm like, they don't care about this. It's not really gonna serve them in the future. Like there should be classes teaching kids about recycling, about the environment, about, so they actually know the facts about things. I mean, that's just an example, but- Facts. facts. They should know facts. <laughs> I, I've been saying this time and time again, we live in a world right now where people don't know the difference between a fact and an opinion. And I, wow. I, I think there's a lot of things that should be taught in this class that you're talking about. And I think that's one of them. That is one of them. It's like, there are certain life skills, certain life realities that are not a reality to a lot of people because unless you hear about it, unless you've been told like what, there was something recently where I was like, I didn't know that. And it was something right. that is somewhat important. I forget, I forget what it was. 
uh, <laughs> or what it was in context to. But uh, anyway, this is important. People a lot of times aren't even thinking, oh, I think it was about recycling uh, yeah. and the, my thoughts about it and stuff. And uh, a lot of people don't even think like that. They're like, oh yeah, we'll just get plastic and paper plate. You know, unless you have somebody that kind of goes, hey, guess what? That actually does this, but if you did this, and it's like, oh, some people don't even know or aren't even aware. So the small business thing is like, my boyfriend said that, like, I, I wanted to go to the corner store. It's like, yeah, so now I, I only right. want to go to the corner store. Right, listen, the big corporations, they're always going to make their money. They're always going to make their money, man. And, yep. and, but like, the small business people forget about. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure if you really think about, if you really look at your phone right now, you can, you can look at a few people that either work at a small business or run a small business. Yeah. And I mean, hell, I mean, if you grew up in a small town, that's a lot of people there. I know. It's, I know. I know. It's, it's really amazing. When are we going to know? When are you going to know a little bit more? And I don't want to push anything, but like, do you have some plans in, in motion? Oh, yeah. As we, as have, we have plans in motion. We've been working pretty much every day. Uh, you know, making sure we're doing this right. You know, when we get the, the numbers right, when we get the modules right. Yeah. Um, you know, realistically, someone's like, well, do you even re really need investors for this? Can't you just start this now? Technically, yeah, you can. But I think we, we set ourselves up for so much risk by doing that. Yeah. You know, especially like, you know, we're going to have a lot of freelancers involved with this. So we want to make sure they get paid because we want, to, we want to be a, them to do a good job and we want our clients to be happy. So, and we want our company to grow. So we're trying to do this the smartest way possible. If it takes a little bit longer, it takes a little bit longer, just as long as we do it right. That's smart. I, it's, I, it's, I hate rushing into things. I don't like to do it. Um, you can't go wrong taking a little bit longer, but making sure it's done right, you know? Right. There's no harm in it. Listen, I know we, we all want to like, I see so many people like they, they just like rushing to do things or, or doing things because uh, I, I just need to do something. Yeah. I understand that. I, I need to stay busy all the time. Trust me, I do. I know. But you know, this year, if anything, it taught me more so to think with this instead of this. <laughs> I was waiting for you to point to your dick. Like, <laughs> with this. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't know how that applies right now, but sure. <laughs> I'm not that guy, Sammy. I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so Although funny. I think a lot of guys can learn with that too. Don't think with That's that what, either. <laughs> for reals. Oh my god! I think, so I think guys, we learned that like was it two years ago? Me Too movement happened. We learned that two I, years ago. I think guys. <laughs> yes, I know. There's like a whole new awareness for men. I think for women too. Honestly, like it. Yeah. Side note, because that we go down a whole path there. But, oh, totally. um You know what? Thinking it's okay. This is a question you said. Thinking with this and not this and i would say totally what did you study in college i had a bachelor's in communications uh, and i went for a master's in journalism huh i didn't know that you had a master's in journalism or maybe i did but i forgot but that's wow you know i was gonna it's say, it's but, again it's a low-key thing like not many people know about that because i never went into journalism i actually right. had a focus enough for public relations but hmm. at the time i was working on a credit union and I was making good money there. And it turned out I was getting, I kept on getting promoted. And, but was, of course you did. I was going from grad school. <laughs> and it turned out by the time I got a job doing a PR work, I was already making more at the credit union than I would in PR. It's like, oh, okay. 
And plus, I, I didn't love it enough. It was good to know, though. There's a lot of good things I learned a lot about and I yep. still apply today. Uh, so it, yep. it's, I don't regret any of those experiences. No, that's the same thing. I studied, you know, psychology, psychology and sociology in college. I didn't go into those things, but they are, they're, they're a part of me, just like acting. I mean, I feel like they go hand in hand. So it's like, oh, totally. and, they, and they all inform for me, they inform me as an actor, as a director, they inform me as a human, right you know? Right. So, I think all these things, especially as an actor, I mean, especially psychology in general, it's funny. So I'm doing a play right now and I'm process I rehearsal. About that. Yeah. Cause you were, you were saying about rehearsal, you texted me that. So I'm like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, so I have to play right here, actually. Little Dog Laughed. How is that? Who's that by? Douglas? Douglas Carter Bean. I probably should know that by heart, but (laughs) I'm really bad by that. I put you on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) So how is that? Yeah. It's going really well. So touching on what you were talking about with psychology and and, and acting, you know, it's just so interesting because this is a part I've never played before. And I, and I love it because I love challenges. Like there's, yep. there's nothing more I love than like than being challenged. Yep. And, uh, you know, it, it's getting into that mindset and figuring out, you know, why this character is doing this or why they're saying that. Or why is this whole scene happening? You know, what's really going on here? Yeah. Uh, it, it's just there's so much psychology to it. There's so much. I, I tell that to my students, like uh, I teach acting class over Zoom and I'm like, actually their assignment for this week is to pick um, classes, say Sunday classes tomorrow. So their assignment was to bring into class something that they think they would never be cast in that is so foreign for them that they could not even perceive themselves doing it. Mm. Um, and I want them to bring something like that in. Um, and something that they've never really worked on. Uh, Because I truly believe that my old acting teacher would say, we have the universe inside of us. And I Mm. really believe that. And if if we're truly actors, I think we are so susceptible to to, um, suggestion and imagination. And I think if we are willing and open to the challenge of being uncomfortable and pushing ourselves, the universe is just there that's, waiting. That's the thing though. I mean, as actors, you have to open yourself up to that. I, yeah. I think it's harder to do as, as male actors to do that because, you know, as guys, uh, you know, you, you're, you're trained pretty much to be more guarded. And I think that actually was probably one of my problems growing up was mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, grew up in a, you know, two older brothers, men, men, <laughs> manly men. And, um, you know, I was surrounded by that. Yeah, I play sports and whatnot. So I grew up kind of guarded, but, you know, going more and more into the arts of this and exploring myself with this, you know, allowed me to be more open. And that that's really when like the true golden mm-hmm. moments happen is when you allow it to, instead of fighting it. And I, I, I think that's one of the best, but the best things about acting that I loved right away. It's uh, especially like, you know, when you get into character, you're, you're learning things about yourself even that you never knew that you had. Like I can't, I can't even tell you like, how many parts that I, that I, that I played, and I was just like, man, this is so not me. But you know, mm-hmm. going to, going more and more into the rehearsal process and learning the characters, you learn so much about yourself, and it's like a cool feeling after you do it. It's like, whoa, I never knew I had that. It's so crazy. It's like I never even thought like that before, or felt like that before. It's 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 really fascinating. 
Yeah, it's, because it's still you. Exactly. It's it's a really crazy feeling. I um, it's a really crazy feeling. I it's my my friend who I always like do myself tapes with and stuff, and um, he's learned this about me now. I I'm an actor that I am much better if I do not prepare. Mm, okay. I am so much better. Like I am, I can act if I don't prepare. It's good to familiarize myself with the lines and then I know those. But other than that, I should not prepare. I get into my head, my instinct, I immediately like am with the character. But if I think about it, done. So I've right. learned, yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I know I was gonna say, no, there's something to be said about that because I think I, I used to be that type of actor where I, uh, where I, I would, the process would be like, how am I going to say the line? How am I going to deliver this? How am I yep. going to do that? You know, and no, 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 no. Because then you're going to get in your own head. Especially, exactly. God forbid, director gives you a note and says, oh, how about you try something different? Like, what? Right. It's, but, 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 and then the brain uh, yeah. starts going and it's like, how, what do I do with that? You, you handcuff yourself. And there's something to be said about what you do there with that. And I, I do something similar. When I prepare, I prepare more so like the psychology side of things and, yeah. and the emotions and the lines, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know why the writer wrote certain things? Like, why is there an ellipsis there? Why, why is there right. the exclamation point? You know, why, why is it written like this? It's more so why instead of the how. A hundred percent. And I always say this, like, to whether I'm coaching somebody or whatever, I'm like, no word in here is written for no reason. So mm. this line doesn't just get thrown away just because it's not the big juicy part. It was written there for a reason. So we don't, we have to say it with purpose. Like even if it's just in order to, to throw something away to not have somebody look at us, whatever the intention of the actor is, it's written for a reason. Nothing is just words, you know? Nothing is, right. And it's, right. it's, it's very cool. Like, so guys, I think it's so cool. This is what's awesome when I talk to other creative people is that like Mark and I, it sounds like we have very different processes also. And like, but also what's very similar as you said about being a man and growing up and, and being kind of guarded. And I think that that's something that is, is, um, is rampant in our society that, you know, men have to be this certain way. They shouldn't cry. They shouldn't. And it's like, you know, some men think it's unattractive if they cry. I would always, when I dated somebody, when they were that vulnerable, it made me love them more because wow. I was, it, it, it would it never people would be like oh it's gonna turn you off it never did it always made me love them more that they were human you know i think we're becoming since we're you know we're living in a time where mental health is more of uh there's more awareness to it yes i think it's becoming more and more acceptable i hate using that word but i, I think that's that's probably the best word to use right now it's become more acceptable for men to cry mm -hmm. it's become more normalized I, don't get me wrong. I think, you know, there's still, you know, a lot of guys oh. out there where they're guarded or they're a certain way. You know, I'm, I'm talking for, you know, living in the tri-state area. Yeah. We grew up in, all right, and just to say, we both grew up in Long Island. Yes. So mm -hmm. those of you, if you're not from New York, Long Island, New York is like the suburbs for New York right. City. And there's like a, a certain way of being there. It's kind of a more totally, polished totally. version of New York. So when you think of New York City and there's all these different people and, and melting pot, Long Island is not so much that. And right. I grew up, I had to be like being, being a, I was always a weirdo. 
Cause I'm not like everybody else. Cause I was, I'm an actor and all that stuff. I'm just, I'm like, so you person. say weirdo. I say cool. So <laughs> right. And you know what weirdo used to feel bad. I own being a weirdo and I love it. <laughs> the weirder I am, the better. And the weirder the people that I love are the better. Right. They're right, more because, interesting. Yeah. Well, we're, we're adults now, I mean, you know, back in school, you know, going yeah. to school at Long Island. I mean, there's, you're talking about small towns here, yep. you know, and, and very clicky, uh, very gossipy. Uh, you can't sneeze without the next person knowing, without the next five people knowing. Yep, exactly. And then the other school on the other side of town knows too. Like right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They were what? No. I know. <laughs> it's funny because it's there's something like, I don't know, who we grew up with, the messages that we grew up around, at least for me, they affected my ability to be who I wanted to be, which turns out, was an actor, which I buried mm. for so many years. But, and I, my old friends from Long Island, I still love them. And they did not mean any harm. But when I started to try and really become myself and change my life, I was like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be an actor. And they're like, okay, you're going to be an actor. Sure. And they were, they didn't mean any harm. They just, no, they never do. They, they never, never do. do. But, but I couldn't keep hearing that if right. I was going to try and figure out who I was. Cause then I'd always be a version that everybody else saw me as. But you know, you have to keep in mind too where they're coming from. Because I, I have the same thing with my friends back home and I love them. You do. I, I'm still I'm still best friends with my with my with my boys and the girls from like high school and middle school, uh, some of them even elementary school. So I, I still love them today. I'm We're jealous. still solid friends. But they're they're trying to watch out for you. You know, yeah. that's the thing. You know, when they when you know you hear something like so crazy and outlandish like i'm gonna be an actor i'm gonna be on the big screen like right. they're gonna say okay like or okay keep <laughs> dreaming but you know what's your backup job you know what, right. what are you gonna do marketing are you gonna be psychology like what are you gonna do what's the real thing they're looking out for you and i understood that so that's why when i decided to leave my job uh the credit union yeah and to go into acting i didn't tell a soul i got mm. I, I didn't tell anyone because i knew damn well like you know i was very apprehensive about this right you know, i'm i'm making solid money um i'm a rising star if you will right. at this In company your... i have a security hmm. and you know here i am at 29 i'm going to switch gears all of a sudden because i don't want to die asking what if yep. that was the biggest thing for me and courage I was, it takes courage I, it takes a lot of courage to get out of what's tough. comfortable and like, even though I, I had that seed of doubt in there of like, you know, are you doing the right thing, man? Like, what did you, what did you smoke before this? <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I was planning for a year. I, I made sure I, I, we know Thomas. Uh, I went with him to be my, my business manager, my, yeah. um, to help me along with this transition. You know, I saved for a year. I saved for a year to make sure like if I, if I didn't get a single job for 12 months at a time, I would still be covered. My overhead would be covered. Yeah. And I saved to that to that point so that I can quit my job and just go into it. That was I was 29 years old. I'm 34 today. I'm still acting. I'm still doing this. Um, and it was Thank the God. best thing I could have done. But at the same time, I didn't tell anyone because I knew damn well I was going to get that. I was going to get what they said to you. Are you, yep. I mean, are you sure about this, man? What are you doing? Yep. I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell my friends. I didn't tell them wow. until I did it. Until yeah. I did it. And they're like, what? Makes so much sense. 
are you okay? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And, I, yeah. and I explained to him, like, listen, no, I know. I know what I've been doing for a while. I've been planning for this. I've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of things, low-key moves at that time. Yep. And hmm. here I am. I was able to do it. I'm so much happier for it. So like, you know, and, and actually yeah. today, today actually going on top of my friends and my family back home, they're my biggest supporters. They're my biggest fans of this. Yeah. And, and like, dude, That's I admire beautiful. what you do. But at the same time, I knew they were going to talk, try to talk me out of this. And honestly, if I told at least just one person, I probably at that time was so fragile mind, uh, fragile minded. Yeah, I would have been talked out of it. I because it, it's just it's just a seed at that point. It hasn't sprouted. It hasn't. It's not like this fully formed thing. So like it's easy to just stomp out a seed in the dirt, you know. Mm-hmm. But once you let it grow and it's not as easy to pull that entire tree out of the ground, you know? So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah it's no, it, it, it's, hmm. that's what I say. Like, you know, those low key moves are the, probably the most powerful things to do because you, you're doing it in silence. You're doing it in the darkness, but you're doing it. You're not doing, doing it to it. get the attention. You're doing it for you. And then it's for the world to see afterwards, the world for to see afterwards, the results of what you did, the, that hard work that you did when no one else is watching. Uh, what is, what is the end of your email say before your name? Aspire to inspire. I feel That's like you just, I live by. I feel like you just said that in other words, like <laughs> because because what you did was you built something for you, and you get to then share it with others, which is inspirational. And. Uh, it, it's really, um, it's really wonderful, man. That's one of the biggest things. Like, you know, why, why I do this? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not for the why? money, you know. Well, it, it's, it's <laughs> maybe one day that would be great if it, it came along with it. But what? No, is I mean, hell, I mean, I've been making a living, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Of God. course, you know, always want more. But you know, um, it wasn't for that. It wasn't for the fame wasn't for any of those things it it was because i love it i enjoy it but at the same time you know doing this can inspire others i'm a big believer in following your dreams you know and if i could lead by example for just even one person then i did my job ah that's a beautiful thing man if if not to try and leave the world better to make one person think differently, maybe inspire somebody else to take a risk. What, what else is our purpose here other than to leave a mark that hopefully made a difference? Right. And because when you, when you die, we're all going to die one day. Yeah. You know, like, how do you want to be remembered? It's not, no one's going to remember what you did. No one remembers that. It's how you made them feel. Hmm. That's a really amazing thing. I mean, like I've I'm lost just too many people in my this. life. Yeah, me too. And like, you know, I just, I know my, I'm going to face my own demise one day. And, you know, I just, I, I want people to remember like how I made them feel. You know, what I do in my life, how I do that, that that's, that's on me. You know, I have, hopefully I have a long journey ahead of me. <laughs> that's what God willing. Yeah. God willing. You're still a spring but, chicken. Yeah. I mean, hell, a lot of friends I lost for spring chickens too. So I know. 
I know. Not to be taken for granted. No, certainly not. Certainly not. And you're here, man. You're here and and you're acting and you're making a living and inspiring people. And you have a podcast, which we, <laughs> uh, which guys, I didn't even know about until, um, of, of course, one of the many times that Mark reaches out uh, and I spaz out on, he <laughs> told me about his podcast. And I was like, what the hell? So tell us a little bit about this. We called so, you, I, I introduced Mark as a, as a wrestling personality. So wink, wink, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> what is this wrestling personality you speak of? Well, now I'm gonna shift gears here. This is me, your favorite actor, the Hollywood assassin, Mark Schwann. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that is my wrestling personality. I am a wrestling manager and, uh, and commentator, but yes, I also am a co-host on a podcast. It's not my podcast for the record okay. this is not mine that i own um this is my good friend michael j putty uh the green man abel and uh, jimmy j they're all part of this podcast uh, it, it's a, it's a fun family i got involved with them mm -hmm. actually at a wrestling show really and yeah so it was at an indie show in it was in queens uh -huh, just my hood yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> we just finished a wrestling event um you know my guys came out top as usual of course, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and we're at the bar after we're celebrating. <laughs> and like uh, this guy, Michael J. Putty, my friend uh, Eric Jaden, who I manage, he was just like, "Hey man, you guys should link up. It's got a podcast, you know." Hey Putty, why don't you interview him? Right? And he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, I love him." Blah blah. blah. We we started having drinks. Uh, we were talking about Jeff Jarrett, who's a uh, who's a old school wrestler. Huh. Know, so so old school but you know someone like, that that yeah. that we both enjoyed uh, growing up and you know we just bonded from there and the next thing you know i was guessing this podcast and then it just grew from there i just kept on coming back for more and more and more and next thing you know i'm his co-host <laughs> so awesome and we just formed like a, a really great friendship or you know on, on the podcast and there we call ourselves frenemies probably <laughs> 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 but no, honestly, I love the dude. I love the whole shot wrestling family. It's been, uh, especially during these times, my saving grace because it was like the probably at one point the only thing I was doing creatively that was yep. keeping me going. I get it. You, so you grew up, you grew up um, watching WWF. So by the way, when we grew mm -hmm. up, it was WWF. Not that we're dating right. ourselves or anything. It wasn't WWE yet. So uh, it's now WWE, but yes, WWF. Yes. I was a huge fan. Still, am a big fan of wrestling. Yeah um you know because i'm involved in it <laughs> i told you like my boyfriend like we would always watch like nxt and like like we uh he loves wrestling he's a little like like eh, about it right now he's got some conflict with certain things that happen but uh <laughs> i can I, only imagine there are a lot of stuff that happened this year <laughs> it, yeah a lot of stuff and uh and it's like it, it's really fun he gets it's so funny because we've watched matches and i'm like Oh, oh my God. Who's my man? Um, uh, I'm totally blanking on his name, but like we've watched matches and I'll be like, no, is he going to lose? I hate him. If he's going to lose, I'm never watching it. Like I get, he's like, I love it. I love I get, it. Like so pumped. Oh my God. I get so pumped. I and love the energy. I need to watch a show with you. <laughs> oh dude, we should do like a, a freaking zoom hang and watch oh my some God. matches. 
totally. You would, you would love it because I am way too affected. <laughs> <laughs> Survivor Series coming up. Maybe we could do it for that. Dude, that would, we should for real. Right. I think, was it next week, right? Is it next week? I think next week. Dude, can we for real make a plan on that? Totally. I'll that put it on my calendar. Be, that's so, wait. Okay, I'm, I'm actually writing this down. So guys, you you hang on. Uh, we have plans to make. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're a commentator. Yes. Give me a taste of what that sounds like. Something. Uh... Oh, man. So I go off. I'm, I'm a color commentator. So I am the bad guy in wrestling. I am. Okay. It's um, these different promotions that I work at. BCW, BWF I worked at. Yeah. Uh, trying to branch out to some others as well. But I, I've been the bad guy because I represent the heel. Yeah, the heel. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Didn't necessarily know if you knew the term or not, or if your audience knows oh, the term. But now heel, I do. <laughs> the heel is a bad guy in wrestling. So I represent this faction called the Satsujin Squad. Mm. And uh, so, you know, we, uh, our whole motto is change through violence. So that should tell you everything we need to know about us. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> this is so for I, wrestling guys, not for life, but go ahead. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm so different from real life. Than so this, different than from my, real life. Yes. Like, and it's funny enough because I'm using my real name. <laughs> so funny. Do people, or do people ever like confuse that this is like who Mark Schwann is? luckily not yet <laughs> not good because you know the, the fans actually so they've they've they're following me they get to know me like yeah you know, i talk to them after the show and they see who i am in real life so yeah. they know who i am um but you know at the same time they probably love to boo me oh, <laughs> when I'm hell yeah. if you're good yeah i'm sure they do <laughs> i talk a lot of shit <laughs> So, so funny and so i bring that to the commentary booth yeah because it, it's it's the same characters the same thing so That's um awesome. you know i am i talk down to michael j putty you know oh. even though he's my bro in real life yep you know i'm just saying he's got a, a group that he likes bx strong yeah they, they love so i'm like they call themselves a two-man faction I'm like putty what does that even mean they're a tag <laughs> team they're disgracing the tag team division it's so funny because like when we watch like when we watch wrestling and stuff i'm like they're probably like friends in real life you know um, a lot of them are yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like but they're so good at talking down to but each there's other there's also and a lot of drama there's a lot of real life stuff that goes on that plays out it's if people were to see the backstage mm -hmm. stuff that probably could be more interesting at times than what happens on the screen uh-huh uh-huh it's so like even just like so my boyfriend john he'll, he fills me on and everything he'll read an article and he tells me and and i'm just like such bullshit like, <laughs> at that point you're talking about real life shit yes exactly i swear that would be that would be the an awesome show to watch they have it uh, total divas they, they have a reality tv show on channel e total divas Total Divas and that Total Bella as well, the Bella Twins, Nikki and, and Breed Bella. They have, oh their own, uh, they have their own reality TV show. Okay. It's good. It's Re addicting. It's, <laughs> it's so funny. I like refuse to watch reality TV for like ever since I, I became an actor. Like I was like, I was like, I'm not going to support that because it takes away from, but there's certain things that are kind of awesome. This is probably really awesome. <laughs> Because it's such, it's like watching a train wreck, you know, and I don't know about you, but when I watch, when I watch uh, movies or TV, I feel like my mind is still going. I'm studying. 
hundred percent. You know, I don't get me wrong. I I'm enjoying the product, but at the same yeah. time, I'm studying. The mind is working. Uh, you know, wrestling for a while was my release until I got involved in it. So now, what am I doing? Right. I'm studying. I know. So you know, that's when the mind works. Now. So what am I going to do? Reality I, TV. The I, mind yeah. goes off, baby. <laughs> and we all need that. We all need that. Like, it's so true though, because like I'll watch a lot of things and it's like, especially working in casting, it's like, I know them from this. Oh, they auditioned for blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I'm constantly looking for people or like, it's, it is studying like what people are being cast in, what as an actor too, like what kinds of things, what would I fit, you know, blah, blah, blah. All these things, it's a constant, it's hard to turn that off. And, and again, it's, it's not to hard. say that you you don't enjoy it or like, you know, or yeah. it's like work. You are working. Right. It just doesn't feel that way. But, you know, your, your mind is still actively going. And sometimes you just want to shut it off and have relief. Yeah. I honestly, it's uh, that's one of my biggest things. I've tr- I like TV is for me. Uh, it is my way to like, to some degree, numb out. When I mm-hmm. need to, I am always, I'm, I'm, I've always been a very, very sensitive person. I feel very, very deeply all the time, even when there's not necessarily anything to be feeling so deeply about just the thought of maybe th- something might, and I'm just like, so affected. Sometimes I just need to jump into other people's worlds mm, and just, yeah. and just be there, you know? Right. No, 1000%. Like, there's certain shows like where 1000%, like, I forget that I'm even studying. I just get so wrapped into that world. And it, it is, a, it's a great escape. But you know, no, like, I, I can't, yeah. I can't, but like when I'm watching, when I'm watching great acting, I, I can't help but like learn from that. Oh my or, God. Or like even from a producing standpoint, like, okay, this is how they did that, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just. I know. It's, it's a cool process, but at the same time, yeah. I mean, you still want to enjoy it. You don't want it to feel like work. Yeah. And I think when, when I know a show or a movie is really good when I'm not seeing any of the stuff that my mind normally churns like through when I'm watching stuff, uh, like how they shot that, what that was actually, you know, like that angle, I know something's really good when I lose sight of all of that. Right. No, of course. It's kind of amazing. You know what I watched during quarantine, which I've never seen before, uh, community. Dude. No way. I, I'm like in the last season now. I was watching that too. I just finished the last season like last week. Okay. Don't say anything. <laughs> I, oh, I would never. I'm like the anti of spoilers. Um, uh, but I won't say anything about anything, but one of my favorite shows ever. Yeah. It's, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. It's crazy that the Russo brothers did this. I know. But at the same time, oh, I, could I, know. Kind of see, I could kind of see their stamp in it. Yes. You know, it was, like, it was the humor is yeah, very the same, very much the same in, in the Marvel, in yes. the Marvel movies. It's, yeah, so it's, it works. Yeah. And they just, they're so good. I mean, one thing I love about it, which I won't ruin anything for anybody. If you haven't seen community, I love that. I'm like pimping out community. I've like told everybody, like I'm harping <laughs> on it. But uh, for me, I love how it's like kind of never the same. Like there never is. It never is. And I won't say any more about it, but it's like, People compared it to Parks and Rec and The Office when it's it was not. out. It's not. It's and I, not. Speaking to somebody recently, they're like, I think it, they were saying how they thought that it was, um, you know, uh, 
the way that they put they put it out in the media like if you like parks and rec and you like the office you'll love this and it's like it was it was misrepresented so different. because it's, it's maybe, so different maybe the first season i would say is more along the lines of maybe the office and parks and rec, the that type of feel but no second when you get to the second season they think you can like not watch every episode it's still like right be absolutely that's it's funny because you can there's uh but but like every show even a sitcom like the characters grow and you grow with them and like the the, if you watch every episode from the beginning of course you're invested in their journey and like so uh i i do love that even even with sitcoms i want to watch it from the beginning but this one you can jump around because they don't rely on each other yeah i have to say the show like community it's so great to watch right now because there's just so much negativity in the world yep. that you just need like, again, an escape, just like yes. a feel good moment, even just a half hour, just to like laugh and just get exactly. away from like the, all the BS that's going around. That's exactly it. It's just that like, it's silly and like, and I just need that sometimes. Right. Cause don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great shows on TV oh, yeah. uh, or like, streaming, but like, a lot of it's very heavy. And like we're living in heavy times. It's a lot of it's very heavy. So There's enough like, heavy uh, in here right now. It's enough. Like my wife and I, I got her into Homeland, so I rewatched that with her. And at nice. some we had to stop and watch it. We had to stop watching because it's just it's a heavy show, and there's it's, so much shit going on. It's a very heavy show. Where you've seen it all the way through, and now you're seeing you it. Way, yeah. Oh, we we finished watching it. She's good. She's caught up. Fantastic ending to the show. Loved it. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. You watched yeah. it. So you know oh, what's yes. up. Oh yes. my God. Great way to end it. Right? That's right. Like, I mean, it's terrible. Oh, we're a terrible <laughs> show. Oh, I don't want to like hype anyone up. <laughs> I know. My God. No, this show is worth the hype, man. It's just so damn good. If you ride the yeah. waves, you got to ride the waves with the show because it ebbs and flows in what, you know, right. every season. Right. No, it definitely it does. And yeah. I, I have to say, the last couple of episodes, I hated Carrie. I was just like, oh my God, what is going on with her? I, I, know. I can't stand her anymore. The end though. Like when she dies at the end. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> it makes up for it when she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Six feet under, baby. Gone. <laughs> Oops, sorry, guys. Um, so funny. Uh yeah, no, it, it's it's a it's a great it, I think it's great what they did. I think um uh I love hating her and the show. Just it's, it's so good, just so no, good. It, it totally is. And another show I have to say, I have to recommend if you haven't watched yet because it's one of those feel-good shows. Ooh, I need one. <laughs> like it, it gives you hope. It's very hopeful. Newsroom. I seen so that back, way back when. Um, yeah, it's a great. That it's only three seasons. Right? Only three seasons, very fast. Yeah, uh, I think it's like max ten episodes each. Um, I just know my lighting's horrible. <laughs> oh no, it's not. It's really not. But thank you. I was thinking anyway. very even, guys. Just you know, like doing all this. There's like the lighting and the sound. So much goes into this, guys. So you got to give it up for Marky Boy for looking as good, man. God damn that haircut. Say your hair and makeup. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, Newsroom, I have to say, I yes. strongly recommend that show if you, if you want to find some hope. And I have to say, even though the show was like, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. It still relates today. Oh, oh my God. Uh, the things that are going on, like the problems that we're going through today, it, it relates. 
it but is still it gives you that light it gives you that light of hope it really does it is oh my gosh um it's amazing i always blank on names lately um what the hell uh sam uh oh my god the um oh what's his name uh sam guy, wait wait uh wait is it it's it's the oh the uh, yeah yes yes from law and order what's his name I, th thank you because i so i have an I excuse knew it. I've had a fever for like six months, so my brain stopped working. Uh, I don't know how you did that for six months. You had a fever. It's still, it's like not gone. <laughs> so like, That's I, wild. Like, whenever I'm teaching class, I'm always just like, um, uh, I'm always just like trying to like direct, and I'm like, all you need is, and it's like the one word that would encapsulate everything, and I just my brain's like, like, nope, we're not going to give you that word right now. You're just going to suffer. Uh, right. And here I am, like, I'm suffering through the name and I'm one of those people I just have to know. So you see me right now. Oh, yeah. Googling no, like, because totally, otherwise I would have just pulled out my phone and like still listened to you. But like my eyes would have been down looking. So, what the hell? Sam Waterston. Waterston. Yes. Yes. He is. Mwah, I love him. Oh, my God. He's one of my favorite characters. He is. He's just one of the best actors ever. Like, I'm obsessed with him. Do you watch uh, Grace and Frankie? No, I haven't watched it. That's a, a Netflix one. Uh, very good show, uh, but he's also on there. And I okay. just, I just want to pick him up, squeeze him, put him in my pocket, and take him around for the rest of my life. I just he's love a, him. He's a likable person. Like whatever I see him as, you just can't help but root for his character. Right? He's so likable. Imagine he's like the biggest dick in real life. <laughs> I would be so disappointed in that. You have no idea. <laughs> I would be really sad. It's crazy. I, I hear about like people that are just like, that I respect that are just so talented. And I'm like, oh my God, it must be so cool to work with. It's so re like refreshing when I hear like, okay, what you see matches up to that. I know. When I hear stories of people that worked with him. Like, oh my God. Yeah. What you see in real, what you see on TV, what you see in interviews, that's him in real life yes. or that's her in real life. Well, it's disheartening when you hear, like, oh, you like that person? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> I know. And because we're in this business, too, like, if we do know somebody that has worked with them or whatever, like, somebody that their word is trustworthy, it's kind of like, oh, so it's, it's true? Oh, yeah. Not, you know? Because there's a lot of That's the thing, though. Like, it's, it's got, you have to hear, like, the reasons, right? And you have to hear... Um, context. Like, the context of who it's come from. Like, I heard, like... For example, I heard a story about one particular actor. I don't want to use a name. Yeah, no, that's I'm the same way. Um, you could tell me after. A, he was a lead on a show, and I, I heard a lot of negative things about him. Right, mm -hmm. so I, I got a chance to work with him, and I'm like right there with him, and I see what's going on. He had his family on set and everything. He was pretty chill. He's fine, very professional. I heard he was okay. a dick, but he was very professional, and I could just see what's going on. He's very much in the zone. He cares a mm. lot about the show and the yep. character. And I, I know the body of work that he's done. Yeah. And it's very intense. You know, so he, he's a very intense actor. Yeah. Not a dick. Very different thing. Very different thing. I, I could see why maybe someone would say that he's standoffish or whatever. Right. But no, he's professional. He's, he's trying to do, he's not here to make friends. He's here right. to do a job. And, and just like we said before, Everybody, 
you and I both have a completely different process. Every actor has a completely different process, has a completely different way of, you know. And so, yeah, somebody may be like, oh, they were totally unfriendly, blah, blah, blah. Maybe they were just having a hard time like being in the space and they were just trying to like be still and blah, blah, blah. Maybe Maybe they have a hard scene coming up. Maybe they have an emotional scene coming up. They have to be in that moment. Maybe there's so many things going on. Maybe just as a human, they're shy. Right. Maybe they, they have anxiety. Like they're right. just human. <laughs> right. Like people seem to forget that, you know, the actors, athletes, uh, you know, uh, reporters, we're, we're all people. We're all <laughs> you know, people. I have to say, I have, um, hmm. people don't really think about this. So I have a friend that, that does, um, that produces the news. Right. Yeah. And during the whole election time and everything, you know, we all know how long and stressful this election was. Oh my God. And, you know, I just couldn't help but think of her. It's just like, man, she's, probably going nuts right now mm-hmm. so i texted her just to see how she's holding up it's like so mark if you can hug the nearest journalist you see like we all need it right now i can only imagine like you know but you forget imagine. that these are people too and like you know if we're we felt exhausted by the election right. and, all, and just the news in general this year exactly. imagine how they feel it's so true it's so true it's, you know, it's, it's, it really comes down to like taking that pause. And I know for me realizing it's not all about me. Yeah. It's like, like I can have a reaction and I get, but like everybody's got their role that they're playing. Everybody's just trying to get by. Right. And like, it's not, it's not all about me, even though it feels like it's personally to me, no matter what, like, even if it's a, a one-on-one thing, people have their own stuff. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what level you are in life or what your status is. I mean, yep. we're all people at the end of the day, we're all going through our thing. You know, some may argue, it's like, well, they're in the public light, you know, they signed up for it. Yes and no. I mean, hell, you know, you put yourself out there for public criticization, um, criticism, excuse me, uh, for sure. But then you see what's going on, on social media. You see the, the attacks that they get. I know. You know, like actually attacked on social media. So, that's not criticism. That that's something else. That's, that's hate something. Right that's there. right. That's just. And you know, God, I, I won't even go down this path about like the internet because it's just. It just gave anybody with like, a keyboard this huge voice that can that can last. For Some of those years and years. aren't even real people. <laughs> That's what's amazing, right? And, and and yet it gets like, it gets viewed, it gets read, it gets experienced just because somebody decides to put it there. Like w- whether it's valid or not, it's just, it's a, the internet's crazy, man. It it's a crazy be. time. Yeah, it can be. It can be, it, it can, can be. be. It, I have my whole like, uh, you know, pros and cons about technology. But it uh, can be a beautiful thing, you know, yeah. if people use it right. Right. You know, but, but sadly enough, I mean, I, I want to say everyone. I wouldn't even say a lot of people. I would say, like, you know, it just seems like it's just so many people are using it the, like, the wrong way or in a negative way. Yeah. But really, it's only a small amount of people. If you really think about it, it's just they get more attention. Right. You know, it's it's funny. It just reminded me of like when I was a kid and I was hurting and like, like emotionally, you know, like life was hard or whatever. And I would act out. And mm-hmm. it's like negative attention was better than no attention. So I would act out and it wasn't, it was just, I like, and and all these people, when I try and like, remember these people are just hurting, they're unhappy, they're angry. And so they just lash it out. 
they just lash it out. They want to be seen. They want to be heard, whether it's relevant or not, because they just aren't well within themselves. Right. You don't really think about that, especially when you're younger. You know, it's very easy, especially as an adult, too. I mean, it's so much easier to think internally and think only about what you're going through and how you're feeling. You know, but it's something to be said, like everyone's going through something, especially kids. Yeah. You don't know what they're going through back home. You don't know why they're acting out the way they're acting out in school. Like, you have no idea. No one really knows. No, and, nope. you know, how many people take the time to find out, to even just ask, how are you doing? I know. How are you holding up? Or instead of like, you're punished, that was bad. What's going on? What, yeah. made, you, what made you do that? Or like, and, and that's, yeah, I have a lot of- um, No one asks why anymore. I know. Just, just it's just labeled and judged bad, good. Mm-hmm. I won't say no one, but it's, it makes me so happy when people think past just what, what we see or what we feel immediately. It's right. It's, I feel like it's our duty as humans to do that. I feel like I have a good quote for this, but I forgot it. So. <laughs> <laughs> if he thinks of it, we'll post it with the episode. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. I, there's so much, I mean, we could talk. I, it's funny. Like while we're talking, I'm like, all right, let's go back to this. Go back. There's so much that we could talk about. Oh, um, totally. But one thing I do want to ask you, and it's something I've always wondered about you. Um, so when I first, we spoke about this earlier, when I first met Mark, was I, I was, I think I was, um, assisting working. Yes. At, I think I was, and was it at Endeavor? It was at Endeavor. Yeah. Endeavor. That's what I remembered. So it was at Endeavor and I was assisting this casting and I met Mark and we were talking about writing and producing and and Mark was producing a web series that a friend of ours was creating and writing. Um, And you're like the biggest example for me. Producing to me is like, I'm like, what is producing? And (laughs) how the hell do you produce? And like, so if you produce it, you have the money or if you produce it, you're like, the putting all the pieces together and you just had such a grasp of it and you just were doing it. And I still, to this day, I'm like, how did you become a producer? And what the hell is it? (laughs) Well, I know more today than I did then, but it's still kind of confusing. Well, there's just so many different levels of producing though. I mean, we describe as such like having the money. I mean, yeah, I mean, that that's, that's one form of producing that, that that would be the executive producer that owns the project. Yeah the owner rights to it uh i'm not necessarily that guy it is also like the line producer um that you know that helps you know, schedule it budget it right. yada yada i'm more of the type of producer i get shit done yeah that's, that's that does not surprise me <laughs> <laughs> no like, <laughs> you tell me what you need you tell me what, what you're looking to do and i'm going to find a way to get it done yeah like i'm going to help your project get made uh that's the type of producing that i do um, I, I feel like I should always oh, put down my card. Mark Schwan, I guess you're done. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I know. Cause like, dude, if anybody is thinking about hiring this guy for any aspect of this business, he will get shit done. I've seen it. Like, thank you. It's true. I find man. a way. I find you're a way. You're on top man. of it. No, you are. You're always on top of it. And it's funny like, with my wedding. I yeah. have to tell you, I viewed it as that mindset as well. Like huh. I, viewed, it, it felt very similar to like producing a movie. Wow. And so like I, a lot of them, I didn't necessarily do the plan by myself. Like me and my wife, we did together, but people were shocked that I was helping plan it. 
It was no, apparently I, normally it's the woman doing I, yeah, it. Apparently, 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 women are very specific about. I've never once thought about my wedding until like I'm like, oh, <laughs> maybe yeah. I don't know. People are very specific about it. But go ahead. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Like, I, I even called some venues, set up some uh, some meetings, blah blah blah. I, apparently, some of them thought like you know I was a, a gay man. I was going to have like my future husband with me. <laughs> like, oh, okay, man and wife, great. <laughs> it's like no men can actually have tastes and opinions and be invested. <laughs> right. That's amazing. But no, it was very similar to that. You know, it's just, um, and I think my wife would very appreciative of the help that I gave with that because, sure. I mean, not for nothing. I mean, this is stuff I've done professionally, so like you know be a no-brainer to apply that to this as well you know, as far as like all right what's the plan here how can we do this how can we get yeah. it under budget um and all that like you know who do yeah. i know what favors can i call in shit like that so like a producer is like a uh it's like the magic man or woman <laughs> like that <laughs> it's trying to connect I, it's trying to connect all the dots and like make the dots talk to each other and like it's i feel like it's, it's, a, a, it's a whole lot of a, stuff it's a lot of stuff it, it's like you can't just check off one box i feel like in producing right. it's like there's just so much that goes into it I, I enjoy it so much i fell into it by accident you know I, I had a senior project to do one of the things that could have done was like make a movie mm -hmm. and so i was like oh okay that sounds cool so it was like probably like one of the few times i've written something <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, I'll, 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 I'll act in it. You know, I'll, I'll be yeah. the lead in it. Uh, I've, at that point, I've never played a bad guy in my life. So a, ro a role for me as a, as a villain. Awesome. And and I've never looked back. <laughs> That's the best. It's so fun. Right. It's the best. I can go into that all in itself. But to answer your question, so this whole thing happened by accident. And next thing, mm -hmm. like, it's something I enjoyed. I never f thought for sure I would, like, enjoy something as much as acting until producing came around. Hmm. it's it's chaos it can be chaos but it's a fun chaos because you know once That's you really see cool. the final product when, once you see that um it's kind of like your baby hmm. you know it's like i helped yeah. make that happen and you can't help but feel like so cool. some pride with that that's really amazing i it's funny i never knew i could like something love something the way I do with acting until I started. Well, casting made me realize that I love directing and teaching mm. and the joy that that brings, I never would have known. So it's, right. I fell into that by accident too, just like I did with casting. So it's like, you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's gratifying. <sighs> For sure. Dude, yeah, it, I can, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying the casting process too. I've gotten involved with like helping with stuff uh, with casting projects yeah. too. And, uh, and I actually, we sat in the same room actually once uh, for the circle for the, yes. um, and I gotta say, I mean, that's a cool feeling as well. Yes. You know, I, I, I know at one point in my life, I want to, no matter where I am, I want to be involved helping actors. And I think casting is a great way to do that. Yep. Cause it's like, and I love getting the feedback that like, when people are in the room with me, that it's not like being in the room with a lot of other casting directors that I give and help and like that they feel comfortable. And like, that is my job, not just yeah. to, to direct well and to get them to deliver what needs to be delivered, but to be there for them so that to give them whatever they possibly need to 
have their best performance no, to be totally. able to do their best. And that's, there's, that's the best feeling in the world to be able to give that. I gotta say, man, casting, they, they have, A, they don't get enough love. That's they, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> it's, a, it's a crazy business. It's, it's a crazy business. I, I think that you guys should have your own uh, award in, in, in the Oscars and the Golden Globes and whatnot. That's a whole other story. But B, I, I feel the like there's, just, there's this whole mindset with actors. They get so intimidated by casting. I know. But what a lot of them don't know. And I think, you know, the, the professionals, they do know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a, a lot of the misconception is like, you know, I'm working against casting. No, they're, casting's working with you. Yes. They can like, be your best friend. Yep. And it's like, I always say this to students or whenever I'm on like a, like a, um, I was going to say a smorgasbord. No, I'm not on a smorgasbord. <laughs> Great word. I love that word. <laughs> Such a good word, smorgasbord. Uh, whenever I'm like, like on a on a forum or something, like I'm always just like, a lot of actors will be, um, thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you took the time. And I'm like, I've told people like, chill with the grateful, chill yeah. with the gratitude. I'm one of you. Right. Like we, we share this space. I thank you. You thank me. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page. But like, I'm not above you. Like you don't need to like be like caring so much what I think. Like, right? It's a teamwork. You know what I mean? No, it's, absolutely. It's, yeah. It's a so, teamwork. and they're, yeah. they're there to help you. You know, exactly. Like, if a casting director gives you a note, use it. I mean, they're helping you out, man. Yes. They're, they're giving you an answer to the quiz. Exactly. A lot of people don't want to see it that way, though. They they go in with their idea and they're really good at sticking at that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, they give me a note. They don't like me. Oh, God, no. Oh, right. no. What do and I do? Like, what do I do? Or, or they just had this idea the way they played it out. The actor has the idea that, uh, no, that's the right way. That's that's the interesting thing. And it's like, that may very well be true. But if I'm telling you. There's that, a reason why. Right. That they, if I'm telling you they don't want it done that way, don't keep doing it that way. I'm telling right. you to help you. you well, know. do you sometimes, do you sometimes throw a note out there? To, to see if they can take direction. Oh yeah. I mean, I love sometimes, especially when I'm teaching, uh, yeah. like I'm just, just, I'm like, just for shits and giggles, I'll go with my instinct and it may be completely, totally zigzagging, but it's like, oh yeah. Like if, if somebody can do it and especially even going in a completely different, different direction, it fills in all the cracks. It just mm. does because it builds the life. So then even if you go back to the straight way that you're doing it, you have all this, I just think it lives inside of you differently. So that way, even when you deliver it straight, it's full. Amen. Amen. It's, it's I, God. That's well said. <laughs> it's a, God, it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool thing we do acting and directing and creating. In entertainment in general. I mean, when I first, yep. I remember it was like, probably like what, maybe the third date I went on with my, uh, with my wife, well, my now wife. Oh, amazing. And, you know, I, I uh, when I told you about, you know, me shifting gears to from banking to, to this, you know, I, she was probably the only person I told because mm. I felt like I owed it to her. I, like, I see where this is going. Yeah. Uh, when I first started this journey or this process, making these moves, you know, I was just by myself. I had nothing, literally nothing to lose. Right. Right. But mm. lo and behold, uh, this special woman comes to my life. Mm. And I'm just thinking, okay, um, well, I have to tell her what's up. And then it's up to her if she wants to come along with this journey or not. Yep. Because mm. before it gets too serious. Right. 
And, you know, I told her, listen, this is my plan. Um, you know, this is my goal. Uh, but here's the thing, one way or another, I am going to be in this business. Because mm. I love it. Amen. And, Amen. Uh, you know, fast forward, you know, she's my wife. So obviously she- And you're in this business. And you're <laughs> and in this I'm business. In this business. So she supported it. Dreams do come true, kids. Amen. It's a pretty amazing thing. Amen. Dude. She's got to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I said this years ago, my brother's like, where'd you hear that? I'm like, I actually made it up, but it's like, <laughs> I think it just applies and it always sticks with me. Um, it's all a matter of faith and footwork. Like yes. I gotta do, I gotta do the footwork, but the rest is not up to me. And I gotta just keep. There keep are so many along. things out of your control. So many Everything. things. Yeah. But Everything except me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Is out of my control. <laughs> right. So that's why you always have, it doesn't matter like how good you think you are or how good people have told you that you are. Yeah. Uh, just don't be complacent. You know, if you put in the work, you continuously put in that work and you keep the faith going, you know, yep. it's going to happen. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing because I've for so long in my life and I, I'm still figuring it out um, to not care, but I cared so much about what other people thought about me or my talent or how I was viewed or what, how I came across. And the thing is, is that this time during quarantine made me face myself in a way that I've, I've worked on myself for many years. I've done therapy for many years and, but really being with myself, stuck with myself made me really see things. Mm -hmm. And I, don't want to care what anybody thinks, says, feels. I want to care who I see in the mirror, who I show up with each day. And do I do right by others? Do I feel like I did a good job? Do I feel like I'm being proactive about my life? Do I feel like I like who I am, that I'm loving? You know, like other That's than that- That's what matters the most. Yes, that because you know what? I've been told- wonderful things by by different people in my, i was about to say by so many people because everybody loves me it's sad and they do sammy they do let's be real <laughs> it's amazing but like people have said lovely things about me but you know what they rolled right off because i wasn't feeling them within myself mm -hmm. and they're not going to land it doesn't matter what anybody thinks i have to believe in myself so i have we to are work at that. our own worst enemies. We're our own yep. worst critics. Yeah. And I think we put all this unnecessary pressure on ourselves. The things that we think yes. people are thinking about us or what they believe about us nine times out of 10, it's not true. Oh, it's all projection. It, yeah. You're just projecting this. I mean, there, at the end, you're waking up with yourself. You're going to sleep by yourself. You're the only one looking at yourself in the mirror. I mean, can you face yourself in the mirror? Can you go to sleep happy at night? Can you wake up in a positive attitude? Do you love yourself? That's what it comes down to. Yep there's a phrase that somebody said to me a long time ago and it was like always thinking like you know that they're thinking this bad about me or blah 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 blah. and it's like this person said uh yeah you think you're the biggest piece of shit in the center of the universe so it's like i'm that bad but i'm that important that everybody's thinking about me you know right. what i mean but they're thinking <laughs> only bad things so it's like oh yeah that's right i'm the biggest piece of shit in the center of the universe and it's like that says everything to me. I that's always great. love that. Isn't that great? No, that's that's 
so true. We, we're not the center of the universe. We're, no. no one's ever thinking. No, not everyone's thinking about you. Right. It's um, not. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, hell. I mean, you could be Tom Cruise, and not everyone's thinking about you, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I can't say he's taken up that much space in my mind. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. In, in no, I'm kidding. Here. Of course. <laughs> of, insert any celebrity. Exactly. Yeah. And and if people are, if people are spending that much time focusing on insert celebrity name here they're not spending time with themselves they're not looking right. at themselves whenever right. we look at exactly. outward it's because we're not with ourselves for me no no it, that means you're, you're looking for some other type of gratification and yeah. it, you're not going to find it if you're looking for so elsewhere you gotta find it in yourself there was yeah go ahead i'm sorry no i was gonna say like, you know going back to that, uh, what you're saying i mean i i heard a, a good quote before like now, the, the things that we say about ourselves, right? We say a lot of nasty things in our head about ourselves. Yep. Would you let anyone talk to your best friend that way? I know. I, I love that. I've heard that too. And it's it's so no. true. Yeah. Never. 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 Would be I your own ever, best friend. Right. And yep, be your own best friend. It's like, would I ever talk to anyone else that way? No. No. So why no. would I let my, why would I let myself or anybody else talk to me that way? Things I would never ever think or feel or say to some, maybe I would think them because I'm human, but I would never <laughs> do it. <laughs> right. Because we say some God awful things about ourselves mentally. Oh, and that's awareness. For me, mm -hmm. it's, it's becoming more and more aware because when those thoughts are quiet, they creep below the surface and they, they dictate who I behave as and I'm not aware of it. So I mm -hmm. have to learn to become more aware of those negative thoughts so I can go, fuck you. No, no, it does matter that I do it. And it's not a waste of like, fuck you, you know? And that's fuck you to my own fake thoughts. Right, fake yeah. thoughts, no more fake news. Fake thoughts. Fake <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, and I love this. Uh, it's an acronym. But uh, fear is uh, false evidence appearing real. Yes, I've seen that one too. I love it. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's fear. It's self-based fear. God, I feel like this, yeah, I feel yeah. like this is like a self-help thing for both of us right now. <laughs> seriously. It's like. And for anyone like, else that's listening. Seriously, yeah. I hope you got anything out of it because we're certainly like, yeah, man. Yeah. Amen. Do you want to have a quote off? Let's have a quote. <laughs> like, we're going to have a quote off, man. We might take you offline, but we're going to have a quote off. <laughs> I freaking love you, man. <laughs> I miss you, man. I miss you, too. I'm so happy to see you. I know. Before, we, we could talk for a bazillion more years and we already have, we're going to make plans for next week. But um, before we go on to any other tangents, there is a portion of my show that is called The Feather in Your Cap. Okay. And by feather in your cap, I mean an achievement that you've had, maybe a success, something that you've learned along your journey that you've kind of brought with you as a um, it serves you, it can serve you, uh, something to pull out and go, that's right. Um, do you have a feather in your cap that comes to mind that you'd be willing to share with the viewers or listeners? I think, uh, 
I mean, we talked a lot about a lot of things and I, and I think we did discuss it before. Um, you know, the whole transition from becoming a banker to, to living my dream was not easy. Mm. It was not an easy choice to make. It wasn't just overnight, you know, so I am proud that I stuck with it. I'm proud that I was able to accomplish that uh, because honestly, I, I probably wouldn't be as happy as I am today. And uh, one thing I learned during this pandemic, I have to say, is that, uh, you know, at one point I told you where I felt like at one point, is this over? Is the party over? Yeah. What am I going to do next? Mm -hmm. You know, that whole thing where we talk about aspire to inspire. Uh, a friend of mine told me, you can, it doesn't necessarily matter if like that was acting or whatever, you can apply that to anything you do. Yep. You know, whatever you do in your life, if that's really what you believe, that's really your, your model you want to live by, whatever journey you, you take on next, I mean, hell, I mean, you can be a bag and groceries for all I care. Yep. You know, if, if that's really your code, your mantra that you say and that you feel to live by, um, others are going to notice that. So don't let what you do define you. Hmm. That message, uh, your reason why, let that, let that be what defines you. Hmm. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I, it makes me want to come up with a mantra for myself that um, there's many things, like we said, many thoughts and ideas that I think about each day or that come to mind that I'm aware of, but I think it's really beautiful to have something aspire to inspire. That's a motto to live by for you. It's pretty much, if you want to view it as something, it's my mission statement. Mm. Hmm. I love you know, that. Like, so, I mean, that it's, that's who I am. You know, that's not, if, if like, if it turns out I get dementia tomorrow and I can't, like, if I can't memorize lines, whatever, and I have to like, yep. retire from acting, yep. whatever. Okay. So that, that's, the, that's, that journey's over, but I'm still here. I'm still living on. There's yep. a lot of things I could still do with that message. A hundred percent. What I, talking about what's in our control, we can control everything else, but that's the thing we can. Right. It's really beautiful, man. Thank you. No, no. Thank you. Thank you for, Allow me to share that. Thank you. Um, thank you for sharing that. And um, we're, we're going to have to do a pickup session with this. Because <laughs> sure. we could talk so much. There's so much more I want to catch up about. Um, but uh, tell us, so for those of you guys watching and listening, uh, Mark, tell us where we can keep up with you, see what you're up to, listen to the pod, all that good stuff. Well, the, I think the easiest way to, to find me is my website. Uh, it's, I have two websites. It's all the same. It goes to the same place. It's markschwan.com, but I know a lot of people don't even know how to spell that or pronounce it. So your favorite actor.com is the best way to go. <laughs> I love that. I, when you when I saw that, your favorite actor.com, I was like, dude, that's money. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, that's so Mark. That's so you. <laughs> I love I know, it. But people were all like, how conceited is this guy? Like, <laughs> no, man, I'm joking. You're not. What, yeah. did I say? what did I say about Mark before? I said he's smooth, 
like savvy, suave, but genuine. Like, thank you. You're not, you know, you're a humble dude. You're not, you may, you may come across like you have your stuff together. You work hard to have your stuff together, but it's not, it's not um, disingenuous. It's not, it's not a bunch of hype and you feeling hoity toity. You're, you're. No, I don't want to be that guy. I never want to be that guy. You're very grounded and down to earth. So those of you that don't know him, you can trust that. (laughs) You can trust that. And and you got to know him a little bit today. If you don't already, then uh, you're very lucky now. (laughs) True. But so, yes, you can go to yourfavoriteactor.com. My social media links are in there. It's probably easier yeah. to just list a bunch of social media stuff. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna post all of his information yeah. with the episode as well. So um, if you're like zoning out because we talked for a really long time, which is kind of what we do, uh, then you just read the description. All of his stuff will be there, <laughs> so you can keep up with him and all of the good stuff he's doing. And um, man, uh, guys, thank you for tuning in. I hope you felt an ounce of what we felt sitting here because it's been pretty awesome. Uh, Talk about a day that takes you out of quarantine and brings you to humanity. So uh, thank you so much, man. And I feel like we should have had a glass of wine during this. I know. I'm like, (laughs) I I, I feel like I want to like light a candle and like, you know, maybe get a cigar. It's amazing. So well, we're going to have to do this again, obviously, because we, we don't even want to shut up. But, you know, we'll uh, we'll let you guys go for today. But guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being with us. Uh, like, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff helps us keep going. It keeps us connected. You'll be updated about uh, the next time Marky Pants is on here. And uh, that's it, man. We love you and appreciate you. And Mark, I love and appreciate you. And I'm so happy that we got to catch up. Oh, same here. Been way too long. Let's not let it be another 10 years. Yes. Just keep, keep texting <laughs> 10 years me. Into I, one. I promise that. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best man. Thank you. Much love, Sammy. Thank you for having me on. Much love.